It's Wednesday evening, and of course, uh, on a Wednesday evening, two things. For the next, uh, still three more weeks, this week and two more to go, we have this uh, series called Hajj Matters. That will commence now until just before 10, a minute or so before 10, 10 o'clock the news, and then after the news, Casida uh, requests. And as it is, it seems as if we have just reached our tally for this evening, so don't send any more requests. You can send a message, which I will read as from 11 o'clock onwards. However, do not request any more Casidas, otherwise we will be playing Casidas until, I won't say when, but you can imagine until when. So, enough Casidas for this evening. However, time for me to go into my first program for this evening, and of course, I need to first do this. الحج أشهر معلومات لبيك اللهم لبيك الحج أشهر معلومات لبيك لا شريك لك لبيك الحج أشهر الحمد والنعمة لك الحج أشهر معلومات فمن فرض فيهن الحج فلا رفث ولا فسوق ولا جدال في الحج وما تفعلوا من خير يعلمه الله وتزودوا فإن خير الزاد التقوى واتقون يا أولي الألباب Hajj Matters with respected Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander Sheikh, Assalamu Alaikum Wa Alaikum Assalam Wa Rahmatullahi Barakatuh Aji Yusuf How are you this evening? Alhamdulillah Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik I'm present Alhamdulillah And uh, so when I played the signet unitus Something yeah, just took you away. Yeah, Rab. Allah. Yeah, Rab. That beautiful ayah that uh, we play in the beginning, yeah. where Allah says that the Hajj are well-known months, mm. and whosoever is going to perform Hajj, let there be no obscenity, no vulgarity, mm. no ugliness in this Hajj. So we must pay heed to that in order to get a Hajj Makbul and a Hajj Mabarur and to appreciate that soul-stirring call of Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik Oh Allah, yeah, I am in your holy presence. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. So yes, indeed, I have with me uh, Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander, who is the Imam of uh, Masjid Al-Quds. Then uh, Sheikh is also a uh, director of Al-Nur Hajj and Umrah. There's a tours or travel? Tours. Tours. So that's uh, Al-Nur Hajj and Umrah Tours. Right. And of course, you are here this evening to talk to us about Hajj matters. Most certainly. Now, and then once again, Gives me pleasure to welcome the gentleman back once again, and I'm glad that we could get him back here again. The president of Satoa, that's the South African Travel Hajj 
Umrah and Umrah operators. Uh, that's none other than Aziz Dix Tienkam. Das Dix, alaikum. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa dayasif. How are you? Alhamdulillah yourself. Alhamdulillah. Lovely to be back. Alhamdulillah. Mashallah. And shukran very much for availing yourself to be here once again. Jazakallah. Alhamdulillah. Now, this evening, as I said, we are talking Hajj matters. But let me also say uh, something that came to my attention. You're also a board member of uh, Sauk. That's right. But I need so. to make people aware of that also, that you're wearing that cap as well. Yes, well, I've been elected on the board of Sauk uh, two, uh, two years ago. And right. Alhamdulillah, we are there all to assist in the, uh, the Manasik of Hajj, inshallah. Right. And then, of course, you're also director of Travel Express. And that's my company, Alhamdulillah. Just want to make sure that uh, it is the right person that's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, this evening we are talking Hajj matters. And I would like to start off, first and foremost, with Buddha Siddiq. Yes. Buddha Siddiq, I'd like to ask you, we've become aware that there are some more or latest developments where the Hajj is concerned. As fresh as today, you've had some news. Would you like to share that with the community, Kanala? Yes, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But Yusuf, yes, we've been informed by Saab today that the uh, embassy has asked um, when we submit the passports um, to Sahuk to send to the embassy for visa purposes, no. that they would now require you know, your yellow vaccination card to be sent with the, the passport application and your passport, of course, mm. as well as for, uh, you know, for married couples with, with different surnames, uh, that your, um, your marriage certificate should be included as well. Also, in, um, in, in terms of uh, ladies under 45 that they would require a mahram, um, these are some of the requirements that came through today. And inshallah, um, these are requirements from mm. the embassy, not from Sahuk, not right. from the operators, but it comes from the embassy. And, um, you know, that at this late stage, of course, we have to, to sit down and deal with it and look at the process mm. of how we need to deal with the matter. Right. Of course, um, whatever the embassy requires in order to issue the visa, uh, we have to comply with. Of but course. I think in terms of the process, I think this is something that uh, we perhaps need to talk to Sauk about that we can take uh, with us to the embassy for mm. discussion. Mm. Unfortunately, you know, at, at this late stage where you have to get all this information, um, send out all the cards and certificates and so on, I think one of the major problems are that these are things that can get lost in the process. Right, and right. if you lose it, you, you have a problem. Of course. So I think we need to look at the process. How best can we effectively deal um, with the requirement from the embassy um, so that we can put our hujas at ease that the process is being dealt with. Right. So inshallah, right. these are some of the discussions inshallah. that is going on at the moment. Inshallah. And um, when do you see them starting to actually issue these visas because obviously if this is a requirement from the embassy that means that before they're actually going to uh, let the visas out of the embassy they are going to want these uh, necessary documents yes but as i explained last week there's a new process in place right. um, in order for the embassy to issue the visa and where in the past we did all the the groundwork here in terms of um, preparing the passport in the application for right. visa purposes. Right. This now forms part of the greater e-gate system that we have to comply with. And currently, as we talk at the moment, um, there are still some hitches and still some work that's outstanding. 
you know, from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, so that the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Saudi can give the embassy the authority to issue. So the process is slightly different, or not, not slightly, much more different this year, in that we are not preparing the passport here in South Africa for the issuing of the visa. Mm. All the work is done in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and we are dependent at this stage on the the kingdom to ensure that all the systems are in place so that the uh, the, 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 the process can be completed right, so right. that MOFA can give um, the embassy in Pretoria um, the authority to issue the visa. So we are, are not there yet, but we are just about there. So inshallah, inshallah. you know, we, we must make dua that Allah Ta'ala make it easy so Amin. that the process Amin. can go, you know, smooth and easy inshallah. for us to issue the visa because our first judge is leaving by the 14th, which is next week, Friday, Saturday. No. I must also add at the same time, but I use of the embassy has never let us down. Of course. So whilst we talk about the issue hmm. um, that we have at the moment, uh, we always have to look at plan B to see what if. Right. So, inshallah, right. these are some of the discussions that is currently happening at the moment. No. Um, just uh, for understanding, so the actual process, it will happen in Saudi, but the uh, passports are then sent to Pretoria and the necessary is done. So, it's not being sent to Saudi as such. No, no, no. Right. No. At, at this stage, from a South African point of view, yeah. most of us has probably got 99% of the work done here. So, for example, we are sitting with the passports in our hands. We've right. put all the information into the system. Right. We are ready to send these passports. And to South, what normally happens at this stage is that South takes, normally in the past year, South takes a responsibility for the passports. Mm -hmm. We send the passports to South. They then check that only the accredited who judge are the ones that's being submitted to them so that they can put it over to the embassy right. for the issuing of the visas. Right. Now at this stage, in terms of the preparation of the passports, putting in all the information and so on, we probably 99% of our work is done. Right. And we are just now awaiting the final touches to be put into the system so that MOFA can give, uh, MOFA being the Minister of Foreign Affairs in right. Saudi Arabia, can give the uh, embassy, the Saudi Arabian embassy in Pretoria the right away to to issue the visa. Okay. So this is where we are at the moment. Right. So uh, all the preparation has been done. You're waiting on MOFA to do the necessary so that uh, the visas can then be, or the, the passports can be sent to the embassy for the necessary visas to be attached. Right. However, uh, I heard you saying that uh, there are certain requirements that came out today that they're saying yes. they would want X, Y, and Z. Yes. Now, would that then mean that before they actually issue the visas that these things must accompany the, the the actual passports that is what it seems at the moment what they are saying today when we when we send the passport to the embassy mm. they want your yellow vaccination card attached right. to it in other words they want to see that you've got your yellow fever injection and that you've got your meningitis injection okay. those are the two requirements and those are requirements that, so that's a requirement no more matter of i can take the one but i don't need the not, other one not at all if you if you cannot for example take a particular injection you've got to have a, a letter from a doctor stating why you cannot right take an, uh, a, particular a particular injection, injection right. and then secondly they are saying that if you are a married couple with different surnames mm. they want a marriage certificate and that must be attached as well um, and, and those are things that, that, that we have to comply with it's a requirement that right. came out from right. them also if you're a lady under 45 they want to know who the mahram is uh, these are things that they've asked now um, and uh, you know, we'll have to see how we can comply with that
mm. in, in, in terms of making sure that we satisfy the embassy, whether we as operators in South, and you know, I'm just thinking aloud yes, at yes, the yes, moment, sure. say to the embassy, listen, uh, as operators in South, we will take responsibility and check it through, and whether they'll take you know, Saug's word for that, that has been checked through right. and issue on that basis. Or whether they want it themselves. Easier, or whether they would want to check it themselves. They're right. going to be under pressure to issue 2,000 visas right. in a very short time. And you know, when people are under pressure, it's just normal. Mistakes can Mistakes occur happen. and Will things happen. can get lost. Yes. So these are things that I think that we need to discuss urgently to right. see how best we can, uh, you know, deal with the process effectively. Mm. But that we have to comply. Yes, I think the message out there to our people and to our hujjah should be get these things in order at this stage if you if you don't have it right um but in terms of the vac- uh, you know vaccinations i think most people if not everyone should have it. would have that in right. terms of the marriage certificate right, right, right. certificate sure. and inshallah you know I'm, I'm i don't think it's a train smash I think we can deal with it. I just think we have to look at an effective process. Right. Well, uh, what we're going to do is take a, a quick commercial break. When we come back, of course, we continue with Hajj Matters. <laughs> الحج أشهر معلومات فمن فرض فيهن الحج فلا رفث ولا فسوق ولا جدال في الحج وما تفعلوا من خير يعلمه الله وتزودوا فإن خير الزاد التقوى واتقون يا أولي الألباب Hajj Matters with the respected Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander and my guest here, that's Hadi Sadiq Stienkam. Gentlemen, some very, um, I don't want to say serious matters that uh, Sadiq has raised, but things that people should take cognizance of and people should take note of. Is that correct, uh, Sadiq? Yes, that is correct. As I said, you know, it's not a trench mess. No. We can deal with it. Um, you know, these are requirements by the by the embassy. Hmm. Um, you know, get your marriage certificate out, get your vaccination card out, right. and inshallah we will deal with the process. Inshallah, inshallah. I mean, Sadie, now I'm coming to you. Yes, sir. Uh, let us look at uh, as you always remind us that Hajj is not only this wonderful journey, but it's also a very spiritual journey. Yes, most certainly, as Yusuf. Hajj, as I always say, in essence, is a spiritual journey. However, we need to take cognizance of the fact that there's a lot of physical things involved as well. And I was just sitting here and being empowered and informed, enjoyed listening to my colleague, Mm. my brother, my Mm. friend, Ajay Siddiq Stienkam, you know, informing us and the broader public about new developments. Right. And, and, and I think we also want to assure the community out there there's nothing for anyone to worry about. Sure, sure. Because I must admit, I take my hat off for Sahuk right. as well as for Satawa. Mm. As I said, these are, as I explained last week in our program, that these are the different role players 
all serving the same cause. Mm. Sauk very beautifully um, regulating the Hajj and seeing to the accreditation. Alhamdulillah, Satowa having combined and united all the all the agents and operators, operators together, yeah. um, empowering the operators, and they're doing all a sterling job, mm. reaching out and assisting one another. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Now it's important that together as a team we educate the Hajis. Right. Right, right. And what I just mentioned about that, um, the different surnames and the marriage certificates, those are important factors. Mm. And I'm sure that every individual operator will also address that particular issue right. with their hojaj that have signed up with them. Right. However, Yusuf, I think there's also other um, matters and issues that hojaj have concern about. Right. And uh, I'm not really going to touch on that. I will ask our respected guest, uh, Jesse Dick, to comment on that. Mm. Um, I can come in later again when it's spiritual matters. Inshallah. And next week also I'm going to have Dr. Salim Parker with Inshallah. me to deal with some medical issues. Right. right. Um, Jesse Dick, like, for instance, through the chair with Buddha Yusuf, there's also the issues that, that, that's arising where people say, when do I get my passport right, and my right. ticket I want to do my currency. Uh, uh. What what do you tell people with regard to currency? Yeah, that's a very important point yes. because many a times the people are panicking and this is I need to use the word panicking yes. when they do not have the necessary documentation to go to the place where they need to do the necessary currencies. Yes, but Yusuf because our people and, and we're talking about first time who judge right. our people who Who's, who's travel savvy? I yeah, mean, they don't travel yeah, a lot. It's right. probably the first time that m a lot of the Hujaj is going to travel for the first time overseas. Mm. Uh, people do get um, excited about it. People do get a bit panicky when right, they, when they right. think I've got to get A, B, and C in place and the time is running out. But at this stage, the first thing when it comes to money matters, I must say to our Hujaj, unfortunately, the rent is going south. Mm. Going south meaning. The rand is weakening against the dollar, right? As is at the moment, and it's probably touching the levels we had eight years ago. It's sitting at about probably at nearer to thirteen rand at the moment. And if you do the conversion, it means that for every rial you're going to pay up to three rand sixty, hmm. and that is quite a lot of money. So it's important that we do our sums properly and make sure that from a a, a a a spending point of view, food point of view, that we do have enough funds uh, as, as is at the moment. In other words, that we budget properly. We have to budget properly. Right. And don't have to also budget properly. We're going to have to spend that budget properly. Uh, right, you right, know, so right. you, you know, in Makkah, you've got outgo, you don't have income. Money uh, net uh, uh, And so we've got to be very careful about right, that. Right. Secondly, of course, all the major banks and all the financial institutions are going to require basically three things, which is going to be your original passport, it's going to be your international ticket that you're going to travel with, and then the third thing is going to be a utility bill, in other words, a rates account, or any, any account or any bill which gives your residence. So that's what's going to be required and certain banks even go further and say I want your ID as well. With, with a passport? With a passport. Oh, certain wow. banks ask right. for that as well. But these are things that we all have in of any course, case. So it's course. not a problem. However, where we're sitting at the moment, currently, as I said, the rent is doing very badly. Mm. It's, it's, it's weakening as it is at the moment. And again, from a, I can't stress enough that from a budgeting point of view, you have got to be uh, you know, on, 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 on top of how you're going to budget and spend. But at this stage, what people can do is that they can order their money. Okay. Um, 
you don't have your passport, but your operator will have a copy of your passport. Right. You should have your ticket at this stage, or the bank will take a an itinerary if you don't have your ticket. Right. But most people would have the ticket at this stage. Utility bill you'd have, and you'd have your copy of your uh, of, of your ID of document. Your ID. Right. So what you can do at this stage is to go and order your money, but the bank will not hand it over for you to the stage where you bring all this original documentation. Right. So if you don't want to wait until the day before you leave, when you get your um, when you get your, uh, uh, the original, um, your, documentation. your, your original documentation, you mm. can audit at this stage. Okay. And a lot of the operators are dealing with banks that are prepared to do that. Okay. And that is the first part right. in the sense that if you want to go and buy um, currency. Right. At this stage, there's two types of currencies basically that people buy in the country, which is, of course, the American dollar, uh, but the Mr. Mensa Makwip, or, you know, it, it, it is the real that, right. that people buy, and those are the two major currencies that people buy at this stage. That, that's the first part if you want to. Uh, if you want to buy foreign currency in the country and right. take it with you. If you want cash. No, if you want cash, yeah. Right. Of course, we don't have to say to people anymore that traveler's checks is out. Right. You know, right. people don't deal with traveler's checks any longer. <coughs> so um, I think, uh, let's just say the obvious thing again, people must not even consider a a traveler's check. Yes, like a very outdated. Day. Day. <laughs> Buy <laughs> 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 outdated, so that, that, that's out of the water. Right. Secondly, of course, you can take up to 5,000 rand South African cash with you, and you can exchange that in the kingdom. Now, you are allowed to take out of the country, I'm talking about hard, hard cash, South African rands, up to 5,000 rand, and right. you can change that also in the kingdom. Okay, let's just get this clear with this thing. So what you are saying, the 5,000 rands is 5,000 rands. It's not foreign currency. No, no, it's that's South, South African, African rands. Right. Right. South African, you know, in, in terms of foreign currency, you can take in excess of a million rand with you in currency as long as if you have your documentation. So if you are going to spend a lot, Fatmari million, Mamunoni, million, you know. So more than, you know, you, you can take up to 1.5 million, but right. we always tell people on the light in it, lost money, half a million, and Fatmari million. So you can take that with you in terms of foreign currency. Um, with the right documentation, you should have no problem. Also important, also just to tell, you know, our hujaj and our listeners out there that if you get to the kingdom, with currency which is worth more than 60,000 Saudi real, you have to declare that as you land at the airport. Okay, no, you have no, to declare no, that. No, no, no. Let's, let's just stop on that quickly. How will the Hujads know when the amount of money they've got, be it foreign currency, whatever, actually will be more than that 60,000 real? How right. will they know? At this stage, you can make your calculation that. If one real equals, call it three rand fifty, mm, mm. then of course anything uh, three. You know, you can take your sixty thousand real and you divide that by three rand fifty and see uh, how many okay. how many rands you right. you know come comes out with. That's the first thing. Secondly, sixty thousand real, your rand dollar exchange rate remains the same. So for one dollar, you get three point seven three real. Okay. All right. So if you take 60,000 real and you divide that by 3.73, you would find that X amount of dollars is what I can ah. take in without declaring. Right. Anything over and above that you've got to declare. Right. 
Right. But now there's also a procedure if you, if, if you are going to declare, but we can touch on that right. perhaps, inshallah, at a later stage. Safe to say that in terms of, 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 of currency, if you've got 60,000 Saudi rials, you've got to declare that. And it, it's, as you land on the international airport or the Saudi terminal in, uh, in the kingdom, mm. you know, there will be a board that will tell you that is what you need to do. Right. Yeah, right. So in terms of that, Again, if you've got the documentation, there's no issue. Mm. But I think it's a problem if you have cash on you where you don't have documentation. You're not allowed to travel with any currency without the proper documentation. Right. You know, you, I mean, they can't <coughs> confiscate it here at any South African port right. uh, of, of entry or exit, uh, be it at, at, at any airport. Uh, if you are traveling with currency without the necessary documentation, mm. Mm. And you are being stopped and searched by any of the revenue officials. It can be confiscated if you do not have the documentation right, at hand. Right. So it's important that we must tell this to people. Hmm. And then, of course, thirdly, you can take your debit or your credit card with, which you can then use in the kingdom. But there are certain disciplines with regards to using a card uh, overseas that, right. that, that, of course, we need to we need to touch on. Right, right. Um, and then, of course, the first thing is make sure, like cash, that you look after your card. Of course. But I used to as the machine, your card fat. And then, can you man buy a circle my card terug te krijgen? Yeah, he's card slick. I praat mos Arab, and I praat in Arab is soon. Yeah. Come here. That's a problem. Then you have got a problem. Allah. You know, you might go to a center, and he takes the card, and who do you talk to to yes. get that card back? Yes. It's a problem. Right. So, it's important that people must understand this. You have one debit card on you, the machine takes your card, you're going to have a problem to get it back. Maybe in the next week or two, but by that time, <laughs> you know, so it's important that people must understand this. And so we always say to people, you must have two cards, one uh, backup. Right. Right. Secondly, also you've got to be a very disciplined person. You know, you go to the machine and the machine can't get either you owe the bank a lot of money yeah. or it's a debit card as <laughs> so I'm saying that you've got to be disciplined of course, of course. you must be very disciplined so that you know you know you you draw a thousand real you don't know what the rate is because you pay the rate on the day right the rain might be weakening in the next week or so while you're drawing and the thousand real at this stage is worth three thousand five hundred and by the time you draw it that time is it worth four thousand Allah, Allah, Allah. who knows no. could go the other yes, way too yes. but i'm saying that these are things these are the risks in terms of using your debit or your credit, credit card, card. No. in terms of making sure that you are disciplined in in drawing in, mm-hmm. in drawing money from from the machine this is can i just ask you um the bad uh, the machines will it take any card any of the South African banks, the machine generally takes these visa and this Maestro cards with a chip in. Right. There are certain cards that it, it 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 wouldn't take, but generally it it takes all visa and 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 this Maestro cards with right. with a chip in. Right, right, and right. you shouldn't have a problem. Also, it's also important that from a a limit point of view, for example, if your limit is a thousand rand a day, 
a day okay. and you must convert that to real it means that per day you can only draw maybe 300 or 350 real hmm. so it's also important that you inform your bank that you're going overseas and you are going to make overseas withdrawals or purchases because what would happen this side you go overseas hmm. you don't inform your bank the bank says my he come to refi withdrawals on a foreign plek plek They'll stop your card because right. they think this might be fraud. Okay. You even, even, even though even though the uh, the machine is not going to give it to you because you've yeah. reached your limit already, yes. but or the yeah. mere fact that it's asking for money. Yes. Ah. Or the mere fact that you've taken one or two or three withdrawals, the bank might be cautious and say, hey, you know, this person don't normally withdraw money from overseas. Maybe right. this is fraud. Right. And then right. they will stop your card this side here. Because you did not inform the bank, ah. because banks are cautious this idea too. Mm, so course. I'm saying that it's important that if you're going to go overseas, that you inform your bank. I'm going to go overseas. If you see withdrawals, right, I'm withdrawing the money, mm, mm. or this is my what is my limit I can draw, etc. Or make sure that you know that we have funds available right. up to a particular limit, so that when I draw the money overseas that the facility is available. Right. I think it's important because you could be drawing your money legally and the bank think, but hold on, yes, fraud going Something on. Going Let on. us stop this person's court. Mm. And then again, you sit with a problem. Right, right. Very important points there, because uh, what you're telling us then is, if I intend taking my card or using my card, I need to go see the bank now. Yes, Tell inform them, look, them. I inform them and also ask them to do the necessity, maybe raise the limit, Whatever. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Good. What we're going to do now is uh, we're going to pay our bills on this side. When we <laughs> come back, we'll continue with Hajmet. <laughs> فرض فيهن الحج فلا رفث ولا فسوق ولا جدال في الحج وما تفعلوا من خير يعلمه الله وتزودوا فإن خير الزاد التقوى واتقون يا أولي الألباب حج باتس with respected Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander. And this evening I have uh, the president of Satoa, South African Travel Hajj Umrah Operators Association. That is Brother Sadiq Stienkamp. Same when it's Satoa. Yeah, but it's hyperventilator. It's like a name. But yeah, Satoa. I see. The president of Satoa, also a board member or director of Travel Express and a uh, board member of SAO. Then I have uh, with us, of course, uh, a co-host, that is none other than Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander, who is the Imam at uh, Gatesville, Majdul Quds, that is, as well as the director of Al Nur Hajj and Umrah Tours. Now, with this week, you have mentioned a few very, very important points there on the currency and of course uh, talking to us about the card now firstly let me ask you when we talk about the card the situation where you mentioned that it might be necessary that you your card must be 
a card with a chip, you know, the, and that would be the latest card. Yes. So does that mean I have to go into the bank to inform them that maybe I still have the old card that doesn't have this chip in? But I would recommend that you do it. It might be that you have an old card right. that, that, that might not be compatible to the machines right. in, in the kingdom. Right. And it's always good to go into the bank just to make sure that everything's in place. So I mm. go to the bank and say, listen, I've got this card. Maybe I, I, I didn't have a need in the past to go to the bank that often. Right. But before you go, I think it's important that you go and say, I'm going to go to Saudi with this card. I'm going to use it on a machine. I'm going to do withdrawals. Right. Uh, what is the limit? I think it's 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 good that you do these things and make sure that you've got everything in order before you go. When you are away, to try and deal with a bank over a telephone is problematic. Nightmare. Right. It's a nightmare. Right. 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 So even if you try and do it here from this country, you know, phone calls and so on, I don't have to tell you about cost of calls from overseas. Mm -hmm. Quite expensive. So I think it's recommended and I would suggest that people do these things before they leave. So inshallah, make sure that from, uh, you know, a, an administration point of view that you have got your house in order. Right. So that, you know, my card works. I know what the limit is. The bank knows that I'm going overseas. In case they see withdrawals, they must know that I'm using the card. Mm. It's not mm. fraud. Mm. There's no need to stop the card. Um, and, and it's important that these things are done before you leave the shores of South Africa, inshallah. Yes, and as you mentioned, also maybe talk to them about an additional card? Well, the one problem, as I said, that we've seen in the past is when the machine takes your card. Right you might not get that card back, ah. all right? So it's always good to have a backup. A backup, right. Uh, it's right. always good to have a backup. Mm. So in case the machine takes the one card, at least you have a backup card. Right. Those are things, again, that you can discuss with the bank and say, uh, can you do this for me? Mm. You know, what are the costs, etc., etc. if I do this and can it work? I think it's always good to have a backup right. because once the machine takes your card, it's it's. Uh, you know, you've lost your money. Right. You've got no access to your money. Sure. And if you don't have access to money, you don't have any money. Of course. So this is problematic. As a backup card, will it be okay? Um, I use my card. The machine takes it. I use the wife's card as backup. That, that, that can also work. But I'm with Geld and Miss. No, it's Firma. It's Firma. It's Mark Nullachafan, but this yeah. can be a very yes, yes. Uh, actually and traumatic it, uh, experience. Yeah. And let me just say to you, if if the machine has taken your card and you've got hmm. a backup card, right. don't use the backup card. At On the, the same machine. machine. No, 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 no go no, to no. a different machine. No, no, I just no. want to make yes, that clear. Definitely. Don't use the same machine. Right. When you go to... The foreign exchange in Saudi, you know, in Makkah, yes. Medina, wherever, and you've got these foreign currencies, and you just want to exchange yes. for the house and so yes. on. Do you need any form of identification? There used to be in the past you could go and you could take your money and uh, to any of the, call it the kiosks right, on right. the road, they would change your money. Sure. Nowadays, they've brought in an extra measure in that they would want. Uh, a copy of your passport to make sure that they take details down. Right. So I think, you know, they've also now brought in some sort of FICA rules mm. within the kingdom. Mm. So what I would suggest to Hujaj is always to carry a copy, uh, make a copy of your passport, because once you land in the kingdom, your passport is gone. Passport is gone. They take your passport at the airport. Right. You only see that passport once you return. Of course, your Igama will be the Muasa Sakat right. that the operator is going to do for you. But, you know, that 
might take you know two or three days before you get the card. Right. So it's always good to have a copy of your passport mm. with you. Mm. People also, we also have a, a, a SAO card. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. Right. It depends from, uh, you know, kiosk to kiosk. Generally, mm. people don't go to banks. It's just these kiosks that you find on to the, you know, on, 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 on the streets. Mm. So, inshallah, from that point, I don't think there should be any problems right. with that. Right. I think it's also just important to say that in terms of taking South African currency, now this kekela of Mandela se kopda is. The ogialtan kek... So it's it's always good just to make sure. Uh, as I said, it's it's I'm I'm just being cautious, right? Just right. taking precaution. Right. So when you take the foreign currency From, and, yeah. and you go to the bank and say, "Ma chima ma di niwa, and then don't take t- you know five rand coins and ten rands and twenty rands. Right. Take two hundred, no, so hundred rand notes. Okay, you know the. Um, the Saudis don't like all this, this, this mm. small change. And uh, I, I remember previously the Saudis also don't like notes that are creased. Now, another very important thing I'd like to ask you, see, we'd be talking about money matters. No. When the people land in Saudi Arabia and let's say you're getting into your place of residence for the period, be it Makkah, Medina, whatever, about safekeeping of that money. Yes. Some advice there, but, uh, Yes. But uh, Yusuf, I must say that, Alhamdulillah, I mean, the, the, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Makkah and Medina, hmm. you know, those are Mubarak cities, are holy cities, Alhamdulillah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, we do get those people who's not that holy. Unscrupulous. There are there are some people. Mm. Unfortunately, inshallah, we make dua that Allah Taala, you know, um, protect us all, inshallah, and guide those Amen. who might want to do such wrong things yeah. of taking other people's money. But safekeeping, wherever you are, be it in the country, being in Mecca and Medina, mm. it's always good to ensure that you take the proper safekeeping measures. Mm. Most of the hotels that our people are going to. Uh, do have safety, yeah, you know, safety boxes right, safe. with, 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 within the hotels, mm. right? So make sure that you're safe work in the in mm. the room, and I would suggest that people do not carry large sums of money with them, right? All right? right. So if you're gonna go to the haram, um, you know, don't take all your money with you. Mm. No, take mm. some money with you. That you know that you're going to use for the period, don't take all your money with you. Lock it up in the safe or lock it up in any safekeeping place. Right. Bring it in your case where you're going to lock and so on. It's always good to ensure that you take care of your money mm-hmm. in, in that case. Right, right. Also, I would suggest that people don't travel with too much cash. So in terms of uh, keeping money on the card and again, you know, taking into account all the disciplines. Mm. Uh, you can keep some money in your card, you know. You, but um, in terms of traveling with cash, make sure that you do keep it safe and that you don't keep all the money on you. Mm. Husband and wife, of course, you know. There's now you've got to share. Right, right. Of course. and so on, so that the money is split. Right. In terms of making sure that. If anything goes lost, that you don't lose everything. Right, you know? right, right. Also, I say to people in terms of, of, of even their medicines, when you travel and you've got chronic medication that, that, that you take with, don't put all your medicine 
uh, in your in your overnight bag, or in the case that you're going to check in, right. split it. Right. So, if for example any of the two bags gets missing, at least you have enough whilst you're in the kingdom uh, to use whilst you are looking, you know, for for replacements right. for right. the other half that might be gone. Right. So it's always good to split and make mm. sure that you take that you safeguard, um, you know, your medicine and your cash in mm. in, in that respect. Mm. There's one other thing when you mention about uh, putting the money away in the safe, maybe in the in the hotel room. Very important to remember the code, eh? Of course, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course, absolutely important. It sounds funny, but it's yes. true. Yes, right. Yes, yes. Uh, but I sir, if I can just add here, all the hotels have safety deposit boxes, right? And they give you a key, right. so you can have a safety deposit box instead of walking with the money, right? Because there's expert pickpocketers. Of in course, the there are. Yeah, we've seen that. Right. It does happen, yeah. Right. Okay. So, uh, Shukran, very much for that uh, money matters, on Hajj matters, because okay. that was very important. And I trust people who have listened yeah, now, inshallah. they've actually got a few points to say. Another thing, um, you have mentioned, both of you, that many of the Hujads that will be going for Hajj, many might be first time travelers, people that don't know how, what, etc. But when it comes to the actual traveling, and we're talking about, you know, baggage, luggage, we're talking about uh, somebody coming to you and saying, look, you're going to Makkah, my husband, my wife, where is there? Don't you want to take uh, a package with? Please explain us what, what is the right procedure where that is concerned. The city? But they say, I'm going to say a very hard thing at the moment. Let me hear. Don't take packages for other people. Mm. Hmm. If you are, unless it is absolutely necessary, you know, my mommy had a pull of Here's a letter from the doctor, take it with you. Right. Or she's lost money, take this money with you. Right. But, you know, here's a case and here's a package and so on. But as I said, it might sound very hard, mm. but these, these things are problematic. Number one, in terms of traveling in general, right. it is recommended that you don't take anything on behalf of anybody unless you absolutely know what's in there. Right. All right. So if you come to the airport and you check in your own case, what is the first thing they ask you? Mm. Did you pack? Did you pack this case yourself? Right. right. Do you know the contents of this case? Right. Do right. you take responsibility for what's in this case? Mm. You know, they have a lot of things happen nowadays. And especially with the problem of drugs. Right. Anybody give you anything where you have a banned substance or something that is not allowable in the kingdom mm. and you come and innocently bring this packet in, you know, then you have a problem. Of course. Because this is a very serious matter. You coming with a packet, you cannot claim but but I use it for my packet. No. no, no, this is mine. It's on your person. This is mine. Right. So if you are going to take anything for any for anybody, they must open it and show you in front of you. Right. This is what's in is in this packet. And you're not being I, funny. I, no, no, no. I'm taking responsibility right. for that. So open this packet. Let me see what's in this packet that mm. is permissible. Mm. Secondly, of course, you must have enough weight. Yes. You know, you must have enough weight to carry this packet because otherwise you're going to be responsible for the overweight. Overweight. All right. So. In terms of that, it's, it's, it's important that you must know what you can bring in, what you can't bring in. Mm. And 
that you must absolutely take responsibility for what is in the packet because right. if there's anything that is not permissible in there and they're going to stop you anyway, then you will have to take the responsibility. Right. Very, right. very important. And people who innocently say, well, you know, it doesn't help you no. at that time. No. All right. No. So it's important that we understand this. Mm, mm, mm. And, and how about uh, on the airport itself? Because at times you get on the airport where somebody will say, um, look, I've got too much to carry. Don't you want to just carry something for me? But tell you, there's, there's no problem in helping people, in helping people to to put the case onto the, uh, the conveyor the belt, conveyor belt right. to take it off or whilst you're walking to the plane and so right, on. Right. But in terms of checking in, mm. you must take that responsibility. Your operator right. will assist you. In terms of getting through customs, you take responsibility for your own thing. You can't say, well, no, no, no. That is the important part. Right. No, no. You don't get involved. With, with that sort of thing at the airport mm. and you also don't get involved with strangers at the airport when it comes to packaging and so on and then of course you know something which very very negatively happened uh, you know last year on Cape Town International Airport you don't make jokes about bombs and hijacks yeah, and not. these things you don't say anything no. with regards to these are very very serious yes, matters yes we've seen last year where somebody made what they've called an innocent joke and it caused a whole problem where the person got arrested and released too but you don't make such no, jokes and you don't make any threats and you listen to the authorities because the situation on any airport when it comes to security is mm. very very serious mm. Mm. and i think it's important that we must tell not only our judge but the family and the meters and greeters mm. to be very disciplined at airports when it comes to security matters a final word on the other side getting to saudi you as seasoned travelers know what the behavior is of those custom officials the askaris and so on and we also know that some of our people do have these short fuses. Das Diglab, das liegt mit mir bei mir. Kanala, Hirai, Daibas, Kivung, das is very important, I think. Yes. Bismillah Rahman Rahim, but Yusuf, I must say, you know, we're going on a holy journey. Hmm. You know, this is a journey of sabr. Right? I always say to people, if I as an operator sold you five things and I gave you four things, then they mm. sabari. Mm -mm. I've got to give you five things. Of course. Right. But if the plane is delayed, mm. if you come in Saudi mm. and the oak don't look at you and he says to you, sit, mm. and he don't look at you for another half an hour, then mm. relax. You know, and then you take it in your stride. Mm. There's no ways that you're going to go there and start fighting and start telling the oh, when you're going to help me and so on. Inshallah, your operators at the airport, Saukits at the airport, right. these people, inshallah, will look after you. That is the guarantee that we can give you. Right. That these people will look after you. That is part of the service that they sell to you. Saukits at the airport to assist you. Your operators at the airport to assist you. Hmm. If we have to wait, inshallah, sit. Vah, mark your dikrullah, you know, iesop hajj, you know, take it in your stride. These things are going to happen that, inshallah, you know, how the Saudis say, you know, bukra, inshallah, you know, a drang hautia, a drang saidang, but also, 
and we take it in our stride mm. and we are we we are just too happy to be able to be called by Allah Ta'ala for this Hajj. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, on that very serious note, and serious in the sense that people should take note of it because things do happen no. at the airport. Sheikh, final word from you. You said you wanted to have a final word. Yes, first and foremost, Yusuf, I want to echo absolutely everything that I just said. Alhamdulillah. And uh, I just want to say that uh, my, my partner, Sheikh Nazim, came back from Saudi. No. And Alhamdulillah, we want to welcome him back. And he did some sterling work, also informing Satoa and the operators here mm. about developments taking sure. place. So we thank him for that. Last but not least, Alhamdulillah, this afternoon, we have received uh, Mufti Ismail Ming and a delegation from Malaysia. There's a special lady, the head of the delegation. Her name is Shazarina Binti Azman, better known as Miss Nina. She was a pop singer and um, very famous lady throughout the, the, the world. Alhamdulillah, she has rediscovered the deen mm. and she has changed her life around and she's just a very good Muslim at the moment. We'll be having various programs at the universities, speaking to the youth, but also this Friday at Masjid Al-Quds for Juma, and very important at Yusuf, Tuesday morning mm. for our Female weekly class. female housewife no. forum we will have mufti meng and this lady miss nina there so all ladies not only the late usual ladies mm. all ladies are welcome to come on tuesday the program is from 10 a.m till 12 inshallah, inshallah. one and on that note I must say shukran very much to you for being here with uh, sadiq bye bye tramakasi very important stuff, especially for those that are on the verge. Uh, you know, a person actually envy these people on the verge of leaving mm. for that wonderful journey. Oh. Inshallah. May Allah make it easy for you. Amen. Amen. And next week, inshallah, Amen. we're going to continue yes. Hajj Matters. No. Also, with, uh, will be uh, Dr. Salim Pato on Medical Matters. On Medical Matters on Hajj Matters.